Hey, Ohana. Welcome to this week's episode of the Married to a Disney Attic podcast. We are your hosts, Crystal. And Matt. And this is show number 20. I think it's safe to say that we all love Disney for one reason or another, from the many different ways to celebrate in the parks, to the food, and everything in between. There's definitely something for everybody. We even did an episode where we shared our top 10 reasons we love Walt Disney World. And at the end of the discussion, we threw in the caveat that there are, in fact, many more reasons. Because to be honest, there's a lot more than 10 reasons that we love our favorite place. So today we're going to be talking about one of those specific things that we, well, well, at least one of the things that Crystal loves about Walt Disney World. You don't love it? No. You know I don't love it. We've had <laughs> if, if anybody's been listening to the podcast, you probably can already guess what the topic is going to be about. Uh, because no, I do not love this. It's just totally a you thing. Okay, before we jump into today's topic, we'd like to welcome back onto the show a longtime member of the Ohana and another person who shares this love, Jim Smith. Hi, Jim. Guilty as charged, Crystal. I'm on your team for this Yay! one. <laughs> one for Crystal, zero for Matt. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us again today, Jim. Uh, I take it you're ready to jump into this. So let's uh, let's start the show. Like Matt said, we have our different things that we love about Disney World. Some we share. Some mean more to some than others. Today's topic is the case. Definitely one of those cases. <laughs> but today's topic is something that is one of my absolute favorite things, and that's figment. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> so, for most Disney fans, when we hear that name, we immediately know what or really who we're talking about and who figment is. Uh, but while Figment is, in fact, a Disney character, outside of his fans and people who visit Walt Disney World, a lot of people might not actually know too much about the purple dragon that resides in Epcot. Figment has been around since Epcot opened back in 1982. He actually opened in 1983, so he's not technically an opening right. day attraction. But the character's uh, been around. But the character's been. before 82 as well. They used him a lot in the... Right, because he was used in promotional items in uh, 1981. So we can say that he's been around as long as Epcot and even kind of longer. He has. I believe I believe that he was a walk-around character with Dreamfinder before the attraction Journey into Imagination opened. So, Jim, you know a lot about the history of not just Figment, but Disney in general, but you do seem to know a lot about figment and the character and how he comes to be yes i'm not a big fan of of figment right and i was about to say of disney i'm a big fan of disney i'm not a big fan of figment and we'll get into that in a little bit you know later on but one of the things that i do love about really all things when it comes to disney is how they come to be right i love the history of it i love that process of designing or coming up with a concept and designing it and actually bringing it to life in the park so can you share with everybody a little bit about you know, how Figment, I guess, came to pass. Like, how is he created? Who's responsible for him? Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, to say I'm a big Figment fan is a bit of an understatement. I mean, my whole <laughs> part of my brand and my name as, as uh, Facts and Figment is, is based purely on him. I've been a huge fan since I was a kid. I actually went um, I did see, I have foggy memories because I was so young, but I did see the original version of Journey into Imagination. And I just, I remember my mind was blown when you see the little, you see the blimp and Dreamfinder and Figment only as like a little shadow in the background, sort of an animated uh, version of it. And then you kind of slide past the animation at the beginning of the attraction. And then you sort of turn the corner and you see the gigantic Zeppelin blimp, steampunk, that whole thing uh, with Dreamfinder Figment on there. And my mind was blown. So to say that uh, that I'm a Figment fan would be un understating it a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, actually, so the idea of imagination type of 
idea and, and Figman as a character started to take root back even before Epcot and then late 1970s. So Tony Baxter, as so many modern Disney park stories begin with Tony Baxter, <laughs> was looking at ideas uh, to reimagine a space in Disneyland, which used to be known as Nature's Wonderland. Some old school fans may know that or some Disney history buffs may know of, of Nature's Wonderland. And they were looking to create an area that was sort of this uh, science fiction fantasy type land. And they were going to theme it with a, like a kind of a steampunk theming. And it was going to be called Discovery Bay. And it was one of Tony Baxter's bigger ideas uh, back in the, his earlier days with Imagineering. And one of the attractions was actually going to be called Professor Marvel's House of Illusions. And I don't think there's any relation to Marvel, the... Comic I was brand. just going to say how interesting yeah. that it was going to be called that. And then, you know, because at that point, Disney doesn't own Marvel. Right. To have come down a little bit, you know, later and down the line, they own Marvel. I wonder if they had ever built yeah. that, if there would have had to have been some sort of change or if they would have tried to incorporate Marvel into it. That might make me like a little bit more. <laughs> well, you know, like a fun fact, later on down the line, actually, there was a series of Figment comics in the like 2014 era, which was done by Marvel. It was called Disney Kingdom's Figment. I don't want to get too far ahead of us. But right. so there was that Marvel connection later. I, I was not able to find that there was a Marvel connection to this Professor Marvel's House of Illusions uh, idea, but it was supposed to be like a carousel theater show and it was going to have like kind of a, not a mad scientist, but like quir a quirky scientist think something like maybe Maurice from Beauty and the Beast, okay. that type of character yeah, yeah. with his little pet dragon. Um, so that's where the idea of having a little dragon started. But as for... As for the name, again, we kind of go back to Tony Baxter. I'm curious, uh, you know, some some Figment, I think most Figment fans probably know this. I think the the kind of the casual Disney fan may not know where he got his name origin. Uh, Crystal or Matt, I'm curious if you guys have have looked into this piece. I didn't know previously. Yeah. Until researching for this. And then I was like, oh, actually, how did I not know that? So, so. yeah. And, and I, again, as, as not a big fan of Figment, um, I, one, I didn't even know Tony Baxter was the guy responsible for Figment. I love Tony Baxter. I, I don't love Figment. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tony, come on, man. <laughs> but remember, he's also the creator of the original, right. where you right. don't really know the original. So, yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, the name, I'm just, I have no idea where it comes from. I'm just assuming figment of your imagination is this, the saying that everybody knows. I feel like it's it, another thing that would change your perspective on it a little it, bit. Okay. Yeah, so so it is. So, so now let me ask this question. Have you ever seen the television show Magnum P.I.? And and not the new version, but the original version from the 1980s. Yeah. I mean, I've seen not the whole series, but yeah. I've yeah, seen yeah. A couple episodes. Like, Again, Wait, that's Magnum Bi. Yeah, yeah. What? So yeah. So here's <laughs> here's where it goes. So so Tony Baxter, Disney legend. You could write a whole book on him. Probably yeah. somebody has. But he was um he was watching TV, uh, and he was watching Magnum Pi. And there's Magnum, and then which is Tom Selleck, and then there's his sort of older friend Higgins. Um, Higgins. <laughs> yeah, and I think in I didn't watch it that much. He. he they work together in some weird way doing detective stuff. But anyway, there was so Higgins noticed that there was a goat that was destroying his garden, eating his flowers and whatnot. And Magnum, I think Magnum was responsible somehow for the goat being here. It was one of these like, you know, hiding the goat hijinks that, kind of things. Sounds very Magnum B.I.-ish. Okay. Yeah. And it sounds like very 1980s-ish yeah, too. Yeah. There's a goat in my garden. Yeah. yeah. So he tried to assuage Higgins and he says... It's just a figment of your imagination. And Higgins responds, figments don't eat grass. <laughs> and so then, and Baxter's sitting there thinking, and I'll quote actually from him. He says, there is this name, the word figment, that in English means a sprightly little character, but no one has ever visualized it. No one had ever drawn what a figment is. So here's this great word that already has a great meaning to people, but no one has ever seen what it looks like. And so that's where Tony came up with the name Figment. And then it was at that point up to their imagination to 
design exactly what they thought he would look like, which is its own little story in itself. But uh, wow. but that's where Figment got his name. So was do, yeah. do you know was the name what he got first, and then everything else comes from that? The whole idea of that carousel ride and stuff, or did he already have an idea? He's like, okay, he's gonna have a pet dragon, and then he gets the name that way. He, he the 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 idea of a carousel ride and a and a pet first. dragon was first, and then okay. it was what would we name the dragon? Or at that point, okay. the carousel ride and the discovery bay had already moved on yeah so now this was one of those no good idea ever truly dies at disney was repurposed as an imagination pavilion so now they're trying to decide what do we want to do with the you know do we want to have this dragon here what do we want to name him and that's where he got the name figment yeah little magnum pi action yeah (laughs) yeah he was actually yeah he was gonna be uh he was originally designed to be a green and white color dragon i mean i guess that's Uh, when you think of a dragon you think yeah yeah yeah. this story i've definitely heard and it's one of the things that i thought was cool this is the stuff that i like like yeah oh yeah why certain decisions are made well disney was so dependent at that time on sponsors for all their different pavilions as they're creating epcot and of course, the imagination sponsor was Kodak or was planned to be Kodak when it opened. Yeah. And green and white was very reminiscent of Kodak's top rival, Fujifilm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't have that rival color scheme. No. <laughs> so, so go about as far away from green as white as you can and make it pink and purple. But you have to add a little, you know, of that yellow and red Kodak color. So you get the, the signature sweater. And sweater. that's where yeah. he gets his uh, that's where he gets his attire. See, that's yeah. the stuff that I like, how Disney's like, okay, yeah. well, we have to, you know, we, we do have to play the sponsor card and we got to make certain yeah. people happy. And yeah. you, instead of that traditional green color that you would normally see with a dragon, yeah. you get that. Now, see, I'm colorblind, so I don't really see the purple and the pink and stuff. The song, of course, I know that he's purple and pink <laughs> and yeah. big yellow eyes and stuff, and I'm not going to yeah. sing it, but uh, yeah. that, that's what it is. Chris, I'm, so your favorite color is purple. Is that because of Figment? Yeah. Or it is because oh, 100%. of Figment. Oh, 100%. Okay. It's because of Figment. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So if he was green, would green be your favorite color? So green was my favorite color prior to Figment, Figment to meeting Figment. And then when I finally fell in love with Figment, purple became my favorite color. But I know that like my grandmother used to always tell me, no, your favorite color is green. I'm like, is it though? I changed it. I changed it. It's yeah, now purple yeah. because I like figment. I don't like Fuji film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> Can't stand Fuji film. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> All right. So I mean, we have figment. Tony creates him for one thing. Like you said, no good idea ever dies. He saves it. He keeps it in his back pocket. He brings it over to Epcot. We get the Imagination Pavilion. Like I said, I have never ridden the original ride um i wasn't a big disney person growing up so i never went there's been like three versions of the ride right if i'm mm-hmm. correct sadly yes what, <laughs> yeah what was yeah. you know briefly because i'm sure figment fans have been on this but more recent ones may not what was the original one like i know it had Dreamfinder, which is the thing that a lot of figment fans today say is what they miss from this version of the ride is is Dreamfinder. But what exactly was the was the point of the ride? Because there is no figment movie or story or something for us to kind of say this is what it's based off of. It's its own original attraction. So what was the story? And did so, Jim? You said you got the chance to ride the original version. Um, yeah. Earlier, did you also ride the original version? Yes. As, but you were little. I was little, so it's very hard to remember the ride. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember Figment? And- I remember Figment. I do. When Jim was talking earlier about the big blimp, like chills were running down my spine because that is that, that is like yeah a weird machine thing that they're flying around. Yeah, around. and okay. yeah, most of the a good portion of the ride is that you're in the room with Dreamfinder. He's explaining what's going to happen. That he is creating that he's creating ideas. He's searching for art. He's searching for creativity a science and then he creates figment and then the ride takes you through i want to say it's five different areas are explore so create he creates figment in the ride 
he ends up developing in his idea bag, right? I think that's yeah. what I remember. I I feel like Figment was already kind of with him at the beginning, but he's they're sort of learning to, or he's teaching Figment how to use his imagination. Okay. Yeah. It was sort of like, you know, my strongest memories of that original attraction were more the feelings behind it than the actual sequence. I just, I remember feeling this sense of of optimism that you know, your imagination can take you to fun and wondrous places and dreamfinder is sort of the gentle guide uh and almost like a father or an uncle figure to figment and, and sort of teaching him how he can use his imagination to you know to create a wonderful world for himself but it was all very positive You're like right. a positive nurturing type of thing so I'm, I, you know, I just looked it up because mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. the storyline. So according to, this is from Disney's blog, they say that the original attraction storyline began with Dreamfinder gathering up materials to inspire new ideas. With the help of his imagination, he creates a companion named Figment, who is described as having two tiny wings, eyes big and yellow, horns of a steer, but a lovable fellow. Uh, and it goes on to the rest of the, you know, that, that part of the mm -hmm. line. Uh, from here, Dreamfinder took Figment and us guests along an exploration of the Dreamport, the place where the duo used their imaginations to try out new ideas in the arts, literature, technology, and more. So I remember when he's like creating Figment, when he's singing the song, the the bag would like almost like something was like almost punching it on the inside, and then Figment would like pop out of the uh, bag right. so like he's, he's taking all those bits and pieces yeah and it was like developing and he's singing the two eyes the horns of right. a seer and right. then and then he kind of like just rises like in the part in the scene of the current attraction where you move into the sound lab and figment just kind of rises out of the one speaker that's kind of how he rises out of the idea bag from what I remember. And yeah. then the rest of the attraction after figments created, you move through the ride much like the ending of the current attraction, except Correct. the colors are more, I want to say that they were more like pastel and subtle. Like you're moving through a dream almost that, or at least that's the like feeling and sense that I remember. It was very like, not in your face and like now it's like right. the electric green and the neon pink yeah. and it's very bright and vibrant and i don't really remember that from the original attraction i remember it being more like subtle colors yeah it's almost it's sort of evolved the way that a lot of society has evolved where everything is bigger louder in your face so it's not that the attraction is is hugely in your face but compared to the way it used to be it certainly is right and then, of course, there was the 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 middle, the, the the second iteration out of the three, which is the one that very few people ever liked. And God and bless Eric Idle; he was great. He's he is great, but not. <laughs> and I think very few role. people actually remember that, right? Because it was yeah. only open for about three years. It was not yeah, a right. long. So the original version was from eighty three to ninety eight. So that had a pretty a pretty long stretch. Mm -hmm. And then, so this middle one, I have absolutely no idea about because I didn't even know until we started. We said, "Let's do a show on Figment." And I looked into it, and I said there was a third, uh, you know, a second iteration before the mm -hmm. one that we know today. I had no idea that existed. So, what what happened? Like, what, what they is removed? Second? They tried to do what they did to Wild Toad to Toad's Wild Ride. Uh -huh. They completely removed him from the ride and put him on a figment. stamp. They yes, they figment. put Figment on a stamp at the end of the ride, and he was just like waving high. Now, and that was it. Figment. Did they keep Dreamfinder? No. So what was the ride? If they did the, very, the whole first ride was based very similar to what it is right now, where what you're going thing? through. Yes, because now they've put Figment back uh, in. Oh, I got you. And I, got I remember you. getting off the ride in. I think we went into in 2000, and I remember walking directly to customer service and saying, "I need to file a complaint." I was I was maybe 12. I was going to say, and I got off the great. ride. I got off the ride. I was in tears. Because here I am thinking I'm going on my beloved character's ride and and he, and he was gone. 
And I got off in tears so, and walked over to customer service and I said, I need to file a complaint. So I'm demanding that you bring it was what it basically what it is now where you're going through like the senses lab, but you didn't have any of the imagination part and the imagination. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's still it's still that um the imagination institute is what the right. and you're sort of getting a, a tour of it through this Dr. Nigel Channing, who was played by Eric Idle. Which I love um, Eric Idle. Like I, yeah. I was just saying to you, Jim, before yeah. we started recording, last night me yeah. and Lincoln sat down for the first time, Lincoln's first time, and watched uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So I love Monty Python. No. I don't no. mind the actor. No. Do you not yeah. like the actor or do you not like him because he replaced Figment and Dreamfinder? It could be He's both. Spiteful. It could, it could be both. It could have started out as a spiteful thing, but I also don't have the same humor yeah you don't i don't care for the mighty i I love the play spam a lot i do not like the movie (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah so eric idol has gone the way of fuji film as far as crystal's concerned he's green (laughs) i okay so that i mean that i understand like why people wouldn't like that Right. Especially because the first one had been around for so long. He does become a, a big character. I feel like from what you're what I'm briefly seeing reading and you guys tell me of the original one, I probably would have liked the original one better. I also think that I would have been introduced to the character at a younger age, which I think is important because of right. the type of character he is. Like Lincoln likes him and Landry will like him because they're little and they grow attached to that character. Me, the first time I went on, it was probably the first time you and me went for our one-year anniversary, and I was 21 years old, and I was like, what the heck are we going? Yeah. And like, that's a tough age. That's yeah. a tough age to go for your first time to an attraction like Journey into Imagination. Yeah. Because you're- That's a tough sell. Lacking gen- uh, you're lacking imagination at that time, right? <laughs> when you're little, you're full of imagination. You're like, yeah, okay, this dragon yeah. is going to teach me about all that's cool. And he, Figment, the character, went from being a delightful, childish, imaginative friend to now more Uh, annoyance. And well, again, we're looking at the child versus the adult perspective. Lincoln's going to find him as playful and funny, whereas you're going to find him as Annoying. annoying because Nigel presents him as annoying him as yes exactly given so he wasn't presented that way at all in the original one he wasn't supposed to be like this is he because there's still that that whole idea of that's that you know we said figment is a sprite a kind of like a little bit of a mischievous character Mm -hmm. which can still come off as kind of annoying sometimes if they're mischievous and they're doing all this stuff but not as not to the extent of what we see today. I think that the term yeah. annoying versus childish. Gotcha. Yeah. He's well, I'm childish, inqui- hopefully I'm not. He's inquisitive. Like yeah. he's he needs Bur- bursting with ideas. Exactly. Yeah. And he needs Dreamfinder to kind of teach him and guide him okay. in the way. And so the second thing comes, doesn't last very long. Twelve year olds are going up to customer service and complaining about yeah. the lack of, of figment. So I'm assuming there was a pretty big fan movement of where is Figment, where is Dreamfinder, because in order for Disney to change it back, they probably heard a lot of those negative yes. responses. And then that's how we get the current version, which has now right. been around for almost, what, 20 years? Uh, yeah. It is, yeah. It is yeah. sadly over the, 20 years. The Sadly, yeah. the longest Running so it's even version. longer than the original version yes. now. The original right. one was, I think, like fifteen years. Okay, so they bring Figment yeah. back, right? And now we get now we get today's version, which is, I guess, they kept this second concept idea of the Imagination Institute. You said with, right, with Eric Idle there as the professor that's bringing us through the Imagination Institute and is and is teaching us about. See that, and this is where it gets a little confusing to me because it doesn't seem like it's so much imagination as it is teaching us about the real world senses, right? Because they're taking like this is how sound works and sight works, and then it seems like they they kind of squeezed Figment in to be like like we said this annoyance on a tour of something that has nothing to really do with him, right? He he's. The original version, he was created by the Dreamfinder to teach us what imagination is. In this version, I'm not there to learn about imagination. 
I'm learn I'm learning about how my senses work. And then all of a sudden this thing pops in and is screaming and is setting train whistles off and turning the lights off and singing a song. <laughs> He's trying to incorporate imagination, imagination into, into a into science the yeah. presentation. And it just seems right. though that it's more squeezed in than a fully developed plan is what wow. I was is how it comes across to me at least. I think Disney was desperate to put Figment back in because the crowds, you know, the fan base was demanding it. Um, And and so how can we get him back in here? But we've already got this Imagination Institute idea. We already have Dr. Nigel Channing. And, you know, what can we do to fix what we've broken, but not have a complete need for a a complete overhaul in doing so? And I can only imagine the... um amount of money that the the second version mm-hmm. had cost them because right. the first version of the ride was two floors. Mm-hmm. Oh. You where the DVC lounge is is where you got let off. Oh, okay. So you like went up. up. So it was a, it was a total track overhaul yeah. change for the whole thing. So they probably did not at the time have the budget to redo the whole ride and put Figment back in. So they figured let's, you know, here's a good spot to put him back in. And at the end of the ride where... I'm the- just I'm just laughing because you said there's not enough money. This is where Disney should have went to Kodak be like, listen, unless you want Figment to be green, you got to hold up some work. Yeah. Holding Figment hostage. <laughs> We're going to put him back in the ride as a green guy. Well, yeah. At the end of the current ride where it's the flash and then the screen drops and yeah. the Figment's singing. Right. That end of the ride. Is it with the original? No. Closer to okay. The original? So they brought some of those are the original character those are the original animated characters but that is where the ride ended and that flash was okay now you go and create your own that's when you get off and and yeah down in the yeah okay so so this is all right jim what what's your just overall opinion on the new version i guess if the original version was an a and the second version was a C minus, I think the original, Ooh, that's uh, the, yeah. Then, uh, then the this current version is maybe a B or a B minus. Okay, uh, that that it's still that's passing. it's still it's passing. it's still I still like is it, but it I think I'm passing because it's keeping Figment in the park. It, for me, I think it's still passing because it has Figment in it. Right. And that was what I loved when I was younger. And that is what I wanted. And yes, it, and secondarily, I think, yeah, and it's sort of related that it does keep Figment alive in the park. Right. Because so I, we'll talk about that in, in a second, because there is that ongoing rumor, that threat that maybe he was going to leave. But there's like been this resurgence. But one of the cool things or, you know, a, a, an interesting thing I, I get to co-host another podcast once in a while. And we actually had the opportunity to interview, what's his name? Ron Schneider, who played oh, nice. the original Dreamfinder yeah. face character when they would walk around the parks and he had the little yeah. puppet and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and he was really big in the creation of this character of Dreamfinder and what it, you know, when you met him outside of the animatronic in the ride, what that character was like. And he didn't do it for very long, but he was the first. And he, you know, like I guess many Figment fans, has said he's not a huge fan of the new version. Now, part of that is because there is no Dreamfinder, right? He said Dreamfinder and Figment are almost a singular character when it came to that original one. You needed both of them in order for that story to work. By removing Dreamfinder, it's almost like you've removed part of Figment. And that's why I think a lot of char- a lot of fans don't like the current version. And it might be why I don't, because I never got to see him with Figment, with Dreamfinder, and maybe he is missing part of who he is and what we're supposed to get when we meet somebody yeah. like Figment. But uh, so we asked him, we were like, What's, what would you do to the current ride to make it better? Like, how would you change it? Like, if we couldn't go back to the original, right? Disney's just like, we're not just going to do a, a photocopy of what we had. What would you like to see? And he goes, well, first I want Dreamfinder back. And he said, but the thing that he would really like is to make it more interactive with the rider. So he said all of the guests 
in their whatever vehicle it is, they should all have like one of those, I guess on the original blimp, the way they captured stuff, it was like a vacuum gun looking thing. Mm -hmm. He said that everybody should get that on their, on their vehicle. And then in there while they're teaching them about all the different things you collect for your imagination, you are actually doing that, right? Like you're sitting there and you're sucking up the ideas as an interactive part of it. Almost like a, think like Buzz Lightyear Ranger Spin. Right. right. You have to hit targets and stuff. And yeah, yeah, you yeah. get to the you then you get to the second half and now it's time to use the things you've collected. So based on how many things the people in your ride have collected, you then get to shoot them out into like that really big room, like you said, at the end. And depending on how much you've collected, the the bigger and brighter and the more stuff you see get created. So he said he wants to see a much more interactive part of it because he goes, it, it is your imagination. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you are in there and you're just sitting there and listening and they're showing you all the taste and, and well, they don't show you taste because he doesn't want to bring you the taste lap, but the mm -hmm. smell and the sights and stuff, he goes, you're just sitting there. He goes, you're not using your imagination because you're not actually doing anything. You're just, you're being shown what to look at. You're being told what's going on. There's a few yeah. little gags. It needs to be more involved. And I personally agree a hundred percent. If it gave me something to do on the ride, I would love the ride. Cause currently it's a pretty boring ride. And if you look at the at the passengers around you, most of the time they're unfortunately either scrolling their phone or dad's asleep. dad's asleep or, you know, so you're not really engaged in the ride. It's, you know, right. exactly I that. Think, not imaginative. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's, it's no secret that it feels kind of tired at this point. Like it's a, it's a little bit of a shell of what it was when it first was developed. It's better than it was in the middle there, but I think there's no doubt that the attraction could use an overhaul of some sort. And I, I hope that they, I hope Disney Imagineers are, uh, and they have to be looking into it, right? I mean, this has well, so been a source of debate for so long. Right. They did tease something at either Destination D23 or, or whatever about, imagination pavilion being looked at not yeah. necessarily the ride but the pavilion so that could include the ride that could include what's up on top uh, and if gonna i be moving feel like lounge. it's been in the works for so yeah. long because every every year it's like dvc lounge is closing. being closing in april of blah 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 and then april turns around and, and it's still open but is part of that because of so much construction going on in Epcot as a whole that they can't close Probably. one, you know, one more ride. So yeah. as they're opening other stuff, maybe, there. you know, maybe now that most of it's done, we maybe we'll hear. I, I think, yeah, now, now would be the time uh, because, you know, now that everything is opening back up and there's just a couple of small little pieces left uh, now would be the time to do that they even had there was even a wasn't there a little promo stunt done a few months ago where a figment was seen roaming the halls of disney imagineering out in california yes, i remember seeing yes, something about that so you need drop little nuggets like that and uh, you know i could see that being a, a a d23 announcement a big splash announcement so that's what i thought actually at destination d that they weren't making the announcement because they were saving it for the expo which is when they drop destination d tends to be the blue skies hey this is what we're thinking about and yeah. then the expo, expo is like this is what's going to happen in mm -hmm. hopefully the year of and then obviously you know things get postponed and you know stuff does happen but for the right. most part i've been thinking that expo was when we're going to hear i yeah. feel like Disney will do something because they do seem to be listening very intently to Figment, which is, again, interesting to me as someone who's not a Figment fan. Figment is not a big movie star, right? It's not like one of those IPs that they brought in and they wanted. It is. He an, does have a cartoon, though. A cartoon. It's an original to the park creation, right? Mm -hmm. So for Disney to be listening to the guests and listening that, we want Figment back, so they bring Figment back. We want more Figment. So now Figment is the almost the unofficial mascot of Epcot. He's the mascot of like every festival that they have, right? So he's festival. like the equivalent of Orange Bird, except 
like I think a I little think bigger, better, bigger. yeah, bigger. Yeah, because he is literally on the face of every festival, which Epcot is now the festival park. They have festivals all the time. Mm-hmm. He, they they brought the meet and greet character back because they knew people wanted to meet him, not the Dreamfinder with the little puppet, but like the life size, you know, right. you walk Stella. around. You, you yeah, you were crying. You did love him it, again. It is, you know, back to my childhood. Yeah. Would I have preferred the puppet? Yes, 100%. But they don't have Dreamfinder, so they had exactly. they gave you what they had, right? So, but can you imagine with what they can do now with small figures and animatronics and puppetry mm-hmm. that you could have a figment, a handheld lap size figment now? That would just be, it could be outstanding. Uh, but you're right. They don't have a Dreamfinder to present him with. So what would they do? Dreamfinder would not be in sync with the current attraction and the current right. story. I'm glad that they are keeping him for the sense that you love him. <laughs> uh, and that a lot of people love him, right? I, I do, I, I understand, right? There was, what, like a 14-hour long line for a popcorn bucket in the mm-hmm. in the form of figment so people do like him i'm glad that he's staying i'm glad that they are listening to the overall love of figment from guests and and disney's responding to that because for a while there were a bunch of those rumors that not only that not that they might just change the pavilion or change the attraction but totally get rid of figment and replace him with ip right there was that that rumor that maybe inside out was going to go in and replace him or you know whatever so I do like that. Hopefully they, they seem to not be doing that. I, it would be very odd for them to do that at this point because of how much they are making him, like I said, that unofficial mascot of Epcot. But I would like to see, I think, some some change. I will say, though, I will give, and it's, it's I'm not giving you credit. There is one saving grace to the ride, and it's the song because it's, it's the Sherman Brothers. Like, you can't yeah. go wrong with a Sherman Brothers song. Is it annoying when you've been singing it 47 times in a row? Sure. But the song itself is yeah. still good. I do well, still find myself on the ride, even though if I am scrolling or, or something like that, I'm still like humming yeah. in my head. I still know the song. It's an earworm. It's catchy. And the original version of the song is just so much greater than the one that you than like, and I don't you know, the sliced that. and diced version that you yeah. have on the current ride and i don't mind today's because the original version of the song took you through the entire ride right it was explaining what was happening yeah i mean it was the dream finder was a big part of the lyrics and the voice within the song explaining exactly what i mean he explains in that 20 or 30 seconds at the beginning of the song exactly the the purpose and the the idea for the attraction but it, it's amazing. The Sherman Brothers, like how many incredible Disney parks, attraction songs, songs yeah. for, or, and films as well. But like you think yeah. about It's a Small World and Carousel of Progress and Tiki Room. the Tiki Room. It's just it's just on and on and on. So yeah. it's I, I, I hope that visit a, a Disney park without the Shermans. Yeah. Yeah. But let me ask you guys this question, though, because, Matt, you were mentioning Inside Out. Um, that's coming out. The the, the sequel of the one. film is coming out yeah. this uh, summer, I believe. Yeah. And when is the next D23? This summer. Is it this summer? Yeah. So, so, like, if you, start so to put, if you start to put the pieces together, like, I could totally see a scenario where inside out does become the theme of the imagination pavilion and figment is kept in in some form mm. but to but to accompany that announcement disney knows that fans want figment to hang around so maybe he becomes the official mascot of the park or they do something to emphasize his importance while still retheming the imagination right. pavilion mm. I don't know. I don't know if I want that or not. I, I definitely I know so what I, I want say, most that, is for Figman to stay. I think that's more of a question, I think, for you guys. Is yeah. Would you be willing to give up the attraction to get him to be the official mascot of the park and see him maybe explored in new ways so but he had to give up the attraction one Mm -hmm. of the things we do have to like kind of keep in mind when we're playing this devil's advocate in a sense is that while journey into imagination the ride is that 
front building of the Imagination Pavilion, there is still the movie theater right behind it that that's I feel like going to be part of whatever's going on and whatever announcement is going to happen. So Mm -hmm. we'll. What if they just merged them? I mean, right well, I mean, inside out, is bong, you know, inside there's of yeah, and there's bing bong. So I don't know. Maybe maybe joy and sadness are teaching Figment about imagine about about emotions, yeah. and he teaches them about you know it could mm-hmm. you know maybe yeah. there there could be a merge. Not that they would do that because there would be too many um, inside out fans that I think would be right. Exactly. And and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like one of the two might take over the second building. Listen, you're, you're skirting my question. I am. You're being a politician right now because I asked you, I asked you, would you No, I would not be okay with losing figment. The attraction. The attraction. Losing the attraction, I want an overhaul of the attraction, but Figment needs to be included, and Figment needs to be the mascot. So Figment needs to have an attraction. Look at, you can't have both. Figment asking... has his own ride and is the mascot. Look how long it, it gets to look be. Look how long it took Mickey to get his own ride. And look at how long it's taken <laughs> Figment to be an official mascot. Not as long as it took Mickey to get a ride. <laughs> I would I would miss Figment if they if they redid the attraction and it was no longer included Figment or nothing more than say a little Easter egg or two. I think I would yeah. miss that, but I, I think I could live with it if there was a real solid, you know, plan to keep his presence in the park. Right. You know, and whether it's I've... termed official or not, I, you know, he's already like you said, he's the face of of all the of all the festivals. You know, there's a Figment. That you know, there's the fine figment here and there, depending on what the festival right. is, right? In the paintings and other things like that. So uh, he's he's represented plenty. He's just represented sort of unofficially in every right. capacity. I'd be afraid that if he's removed from the ride and doesn't get a replacement attraction, he would become like Orange Bird, and there would just be a very small handful and. Eventually, uh, fade away. He, eventually he would mm. fade away and possibly even disappear from the parks. That would be my fear if he was removed. Okay, so we're going to keep Figment, and and this might be towards the end of our of our discussion. But as fans of Figment, both of you, what's the one thing? If Disney came to you and said, "Listen, we get you're a huge a huge Figment fan. You can you can make one wish related to Figment, a new ride, the original ride." official whatever what is it as a as a figment fan what's the one thing that you think would be that would best serve figment and his other fans i think it would be a return to the original attraction as closely as possible and a return of dreamfinder so that which i feel like is hinted a lot the return of dreamfinder because like with his current where figment stands for meet and greets there's a little dream finder stamp on the back so i feel like it's hinted at a lot and not as it used to you know and i just i i think i think the two go hand in hand you cannot have a return of the original ride or a close version of the original ride without a return of dream finder so so jim for you it's basically just Go back and rebuild what you had and give us that ride back. Maybe I mean, a, little, a few technological updates or whatever. Yeah. That's the story we want back. I think that the Imagination Pavilion has to go a little bit more back to imagination, not just this science-based look yeah. at, at what's inside your head. And then you just You'd, want DreamFinder. Or do you want the same thing as Jim? I, I, I guess technically the same thing as Jim, because yeah. that would essentially bring back Dreamfinder because the two I feel are exclusive. So you, want, you want 19 you want 1980s figment back. I'm an 80s girl. <laughs> yeah and I'm an 80s you're guy. An 80s, you're an 80s yeah. baby. I'm an 80s yeah. baby, a you're 90s an 80s kid, kid. But oh my gosh. But he was around in the 90s, right? The yes, yes. Was it was 90 yeah, yeah. when his you okay. know yeah. I mean me as as a non figment fan, as a Disney fan I would like to see the original. But I would, I kind of lean towards Schneider's idea of making it more interactive, instead of that passive ride where you sit. Like I would love to 
see that whole thing. But if I could sit there and like do something. I feel I'm, like you yes. could do that with a return of as close to the original ride the original and then ride. merge it. Yeah. Okay. Do a merge of the two ideas. I feel like that could. And I feel like that would please a lot of people. What about a figment movie? I'd be all Should for a figment movie? movie. I'd be all for it. We yeah, had the cartoon you said, right? And he did like some yeah. like educational, promotional video. He series. did. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had a whole series uh, that was uh, <laughs> intended for like sharing with schools and things like that. Yeah. Right. So they, they tried to spread him. And then you, you mentioned the comic book that they had yep. done earlier. And you read you actually read the comic book. It's like, I, I like comics. And I remember for uh, Christmas when they came out, I was like, oh, I could get Crystal a comic book for. I actually have to get some more of them. I don't. I don't think I have all of them yet. Yeah, I don't have all of them. Yeah. So they do seem to to be spreading them. Why do you think he he doesn't have a movie? Is it they just feel like he's a park character, or do you just think they just don't have the idea? I don't think he needs a movie. Like it would be cool, but yeah. I don't think he needs one. Like the, 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 that's kind of what I think. So like, and just I haven't read the comic books that they right. that they've made, but just. The description of the series where you dive into a steampunk fantasy story exploring the never-before-revealed origin of the inventor known as Dreamfinder and how one little spark of inspiration created a dragon called Figment. So so they're creating a whole backstory for him, whereas I almost don't want a backstory. I just want him to be the pure thing that he is, and okay. and I love the historical the actual backstory where Tony Baxter created him and right. named him after watching Magnum PI, like that kind right. of stuff I get a kick out of. And I'm content with that. I don't, I don't want a, a deep dive into how he came to be with some new, fancy new background. dream finder. Yeah. I just, and I don't I think I want like it. If, I feel like you can't even make a story of him moving forward because then that's interrupting my imagination. You're telling me what, yeah. to see what to believe and what to think. Whereas right now, the or the way he was, yeah. yeah, the way he was, he was like, you know, I could be an artist. I could be a cook. I could be a this. And that's what the ride was. There was like, I'm feeling the you know, 90 of a, figures. Of a Disney Plus series where they explore like the adventures of Dreamfinder and Figment. Like, wouldn't it be cool? So think of like, so their imagination, right? And their whole idea is you could, you could, get these ideas and, and aspects from things that do exist in real life, right? Art and literature and, and all this. What if they went, if they did a series where they went to different like Disney movies and universes, like they, all of a sudden they popped up in Marvel and they popped up in Star Wars yeah. and they popped up in the Lion King. And it's like the story's kind of going on in the background. All of a sudden like Figment and Dreamfinder are flying around showing up and they're like, oh, you could take this from this story and this from here. And there's imagination everywhere. That's kind of like a background thing. Yeah, to, to all that almost sounds. Universe. It almost sounds like a magic school bus type yeah. of thing, yeah. where you're kind of yeah. you're going and you're visiting different things, and you're having you kind of having a brush with different uh, different times or different yeah. films or different attractions. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? I feel like the, that could the, be the Dreamfinder blimp just like flying through the New York battle and yeah. the Avengers, like yeah, all this craziness is going around, <laughs> and it's just Bigman's like, look at that thing. Like, yeah, Dreamfinder's like, we gotta get out of here. Like, yeah, cue yeah. the Sherman Brothers right there in the middle in new yeah, york yeah, city yeah, it's yeah, stark yeah. tower <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great i would i would watch that yeah that's funny that. but there you know epcot has definitely done an excellent job of incorporating figment into so many things i mean he's on all the merch anytime some mm. new figment merch comes out it's it's crazy and obviously that popcorn bucket last year was like yeah. exhibit I one i like the new one the new one's like, really cool better. so yeah the other one, yeah, I get it. it's in the shape of figment or whatever, and you, yeah. right, the line was crazy. The new one this year, it's the pavilion, like that glass pyramid. Right. It lights up, and, yeah. and I think there is a figment inside of it. Yeah, right? there's a figment. Yeah, inside. we'll get figment. That one's a hundred times cooler than the yeah. other one was. A hundred times cooler. I like the current merch line where they merged. It's a great big beautiful tomorrow with figment, and it's um. I actually have it on today and it says there's a great big beautiful idea. Nice. And I kind of yeah. like that, like yeah. that idea behind it, you know, 
I think yeah. Epcot is trending in that direction, right? I mean, the, yes, there's lots of IP in it now, but you know, with the Dreamers Point edition and some of the visual enhancements and the the, you know, the journey into to water, Epcot is sort of boomeranging a little bit back towards some of the educational creation, uh, the, you know, that type of mindset, which is beautiful to see. And I think Figment is represents everything about that. And so if they're being, in my opinion, if they're being smart as a corporation, they will lean that and they will kind of ride, use Figment as they ride that wave. One could only hope. Yeah. But it's fun Figment. to see him around the Festival of the Arts, though. It's fun to yeah. find him in the little paintings yeah. and things like Which that. I love, I love that yeah. Disney fans and, call it yeah. arts. I'm sorry, that's the <laughs> yeah, issue in me. But I love that that's what Disney fans call it. But on a, on a side, the Festival of the Arts, that some of those are actually pulled from the original attraction because there was the art section mm. and there was the Figment posing as the Mona Lisa mm. And I like that yes, that's still right. that's still yeah. floating around because I have yeah. magnets from years ago where he's in that pose yeah. and I love it. It's on, yeah. it's on our door. Yeah. It might be on our <laughs> on our Disney cruise, cruise. <laughs> our Disney cruise door that I've now created. Before before you wrap, have... yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, no, go ahead. No, no, no. Before we wrap, go ahead. Um, I just, uh, you know, I thought it was worth kind of shouting out because we were talking about Inside Out. There are a few figment. Easter eggs that are cast mm-hmm. off in, in different areas, and um, and one of those does come from Inside Out, and it's such a quick thing uh, when you see when in that scene where Bing Bong is in Imagination Land and he sees the train of thought mm-hmm. go by, and uh, there's a framed picture of Figment that's sort of mm-hmm. <laughs> where he's standing. There's sort of stuff around yeah. where he's standing, looking in the distance at the train, but in the foreground. And completely not where your eye is looking. There is a portrait of Figment right there. Yeah. Which is yeah. kind of fun to see. They snuck him in there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Do they do he that was with other places with him? Cause in that film? Popular, or I guess just like anywhere. Because he's such a popular character. And like, like we said, he's not really a movie guy. So right. I feel like they could actually do little nods to him in other places for real Disney fans. It's like only a Disney fan, only a Figment fan is going to notice that Easter egg you just talked about. Otherwise, you're just going to think it's some weird thing that is in a cartoon and and whatever. But like, do they, do they, have they hidden Figment and other things around Disney or Disney World? Like how we have hidden Mickeys. Do we have hidden Figments? So I don't, I don't know of any. There's just, just a couple that aren't, um, you know, they're the, the, the one that I noticed without, having researched it first is in actually it's in disneyland and of all places it's in the guardians of the galaxy mission breakout Uh, and and it's in the it's in the queue at at when you're waiting to do the attraction itself if you look up there's like sort of this boxy uh, almost like a not a cage but like a container with frosted windows and you see like the shape it's unmistakable right because it's this thin wiry shape with a with a couple of tiny points sticking out of it it's it's basically figment as a silhouette inside okay. this frosty uh like glass box it? like like the is kind like of the collectors i remember it's, hearing it's exactly about what this. it is yeah. okay. that's that what it is it, i do well, remember see, hearing this is about why it. i'm saying we could totally have the disney plus show where they go yeah. into other universes yeah and figment has been captured by yeah. the collector and dream has gotta go get him like that would be yeah. awesome yeah all right you you guys may have made me have a little bit more of an appreciation of the character <laughs> figment. I still am not a huge fan of the ride. If we made some of those changes we talked about, if I got to see the original, you know, maybe, but the character himself, you know, he is beloved by many, many people. For those of you listening, if you've never been to Walt Disney World, again, you might not really know much about figment and hopefully you do know a little bit more about him. And if you ever get the chance to go and, and visit, the Imagination Pavilion, hop on the ride, and then quickly proceed to the nearest cast member to complain that it is not the original and you want it back because maybe they'll do it. Maybe, Crystal, you could start a petition and get it going again. I'm on it. <laughs> Jim will be your first signature. Yes, I will be. In fact, I'll help you find signatures. I'll go, to do- I'll go door to door. <laughs> I love it. And they're yeah. just reminding me of like... Um, 
you, you bring somebody these door like have you heard the good news and they figure about to talk about something else and you're like we're trying to get figment back <laughs> just like who's figment what are you talking about <laughs> it's okay just sign here that's just, yeah, just sign you just, don't need to really know yeah <laughs> awesome. Here's one little fun fact. If I could leave you with a fun fact, though. Yeah, go ahead. So when they were looking at voices uh, for Figment, and it's so the the actor who does his voice, the original voice from the original attraction is his name is Billy Barty or was. I don't think he's with us anymore. And of course now it's Dave Goles who is the voice of Gonzo and other. Maybe Grover. I don't know if he's Grover as well. Still doesn't like. I, I don't like. Yeah, Gonzo. yeah. No, <laughs> I actually happen to love Gonzo. Do you? I'm sorry. <laughs> he's one of those characters, right? Like Figment is that character. You you either love him or he could grate on you. Gonzo is another one, uh, you know, and so is Will Ferrell for that matter. Like I love Will Ferrell in almost anything he's in, but some people cannot stand him. It's Ooh, just that you have strong Ferrell. feelings. Yeah. So I unless it's Elf, you know. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Will Ferrell is starting to grow on me more now. But I was not a fan for a very long time. And Gonzo is kind of the same. Like, I like Gonzo for Gonzo. His voice, I don't feel like because of, you know, what I knew Figment to be. Yeah. His voice just, his voice annoys me. And it, can, <laughs> you know, attributes to that annoyance that we talked about before. Yeah. And, yeah. What would you think if Figment was voiced by Robin Williams? I love the Oh, ride. my God. I would love the ride. Yeah, I instantly go on the ride every day just to hear so, his voice. So, according to one Disney Imagineer or former Imagineer, Tom K. Morris, uh, I think some folks have heard of heard. Oh, of, I, I, I certainly know a little bit about him. Interviewed him recently. Did you? Okay. Yeah. He said that uh, at one point, one of the sort of the pie in the sky, you know, blue sky maybe ideas uh, was for Robin Williams to voice Figment, but he was too expensive for, he was, it was thought that he would be too expensive. Too expensive. So they didn't explore it any further, but because this imagine be, if that was the original voice was Robin Williams, how different would be that would be. pre-Genie. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been his first foray really into, I think, yeah. Disney. Right. And it would change the way we would have seen Genie if he even did Genie. Yeah, maybe they wouldn't have even used him because he's already Figman. And now we're going to use him for Genie. Oh, man. If, so if that yeah, was I the mean, case, if they were going to. Because Robin Williams has such a voice that he can change. Not many actors can yeah. do that. Like he really yeah. can change. If it was going to take yeah. him away as Genie, then I'd say no. <laughs> like no. I would too. I would too. But if it was just he could have been Figman and then he was still Genie. Yeah, man. I more I can't. Yeah, I would never say no to more Robin Williams. Yeah, he was a... totally in my head. You know, when he's the B, the voice the that he uses. Yes. Yeah, when he's the B, that's the, the voice. That is yes. the voice that I'm totally picturing that he would have used for Big Men or something like along yeah. that that voice. That's awesome. Yeah. But they thought it was going to be too expensive, so they didn't even pursue it. Right. So sad. Right. Yeah. Okay. If they yeah. if so if they had done that for the original. There's no way they could have ever changed the ride. You would have to have kept Robert Williams in at all times, unless he was going to come back and redo it. But right, get rid of Robin Williams? No, because it would have been so much more wildly popular than even it was. Yeah, because like yeah. it's it would be out. it would Aladdin the original was, ride would still be Aladdin going was right now. Nineties, right? It was uh, like ninety five ish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that would have been what two years after Aladdin that they closed the yeah, original no. one. They would never absolutely have not. They had right. Robin Williams in the no because in ninety five the ride would have had a like a big draw. People would have been going to listen right. to Robin, Robin Williams. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing that one. So this is yeah. what we have Jim come been on because you always have these awesome little trivia tidbits. <laughs> Oh, that would have been so fun. But yeah, thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Those are the those are the gold, you know, like the, the Magnum P.I. is one of my favorite Disney Imagineering trivia facts, yeah. you know, is the whole Magnum P.I. story. Have and they the done, um, you know, on Disney Plus, they have the behind the attractions. Have they done a Figment episode or talked about that at all? Yet? No. I wonder no. if maybe we'll have one of those soon. It would I be would a great love, one. Seems I like a no brainer. Kind yeah. of like the Imagineering story, but all about like Tony Baxter. Oh, he could have his mm. own show. Yeah. You know, yeah, Tony could have his own show. Maybe a series spotlighting different Imagineers. Yeah. 
and you like, know, where it could be an episode on Tony Baxter and some of his highlights. He's all over the place in the Imagineering story anyway, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but just yeah. slowly focus on him and then you do Gurr yeah. another time. And you yeah. Do yeah. Another time, yeah. That'd yeah. Be cool. uh, that'd be a yeah. great one. Another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ideas for, for Disney Plus shows. We can yeah. go forever. All right. So thank you, Jim, for, for hopping on with us and talking about Crystal's favorite topic, Figment. It's um, been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Well, um... Yeah, I'll probably have to do the Figment song as as the play out. Yeah. Well, Ohana, that's it for today's episode. We want to thank our guest, Jim, for joining us today and chatting all about our favorite purple dragon. We also want to thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to hit that follow button to stay up to date on our latest episodes as they come out. And we also want to invite you on the podcast to share your Disney story. Feel free to reach out to us either through our website, MarriedToADisneyAddict.com, or on our social pages, Facebook and Instagram to become part of our Ohana. Thanks again for joining us this week. And as always, see you real soon. soon. And you never know what kind of figment you may come up with. Oh, here's my favorite. Two tiny wings, eyes big and yellow, horns of a steer, but a lovable fellow. From head to tail, he's royal purple pigment, and there, voila! You got a figment, a figment of imagination. <laughs> Dreamfinder, I'm just right. Ah, uh, 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 not quite. Huh? I'll throw in a dash of childish delight. <laughs>